When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Dale Lolly Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I am your host, Dale Lolly, and uh, well, uh, the Steelers have now officially been in training camp for a full week, and um, well, they uh, had a an unpadded practice on Wednesday. Uh, that would be the uh, they, they of course uh, had their first practice last Wednesday, uh, but after a spirited practice session on uh, on Tuesday. Mike Tomlin deciding to uh, to give ease up a little bit on the guys. They'll be back in pads again tomorrow, I'd expect. And uh, the reason for that was a lot of this today's practice was built on working on passing drills. And as we mentioned, uh, you know, in, in some previous shows, uh, the passing game had been struggling a little bit. Mitch Trubisky, um, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, not exactly looking super sharp. Of course, Rudolph had looked the best of the group thus far. That kind of changed a little bit on Wednesday. Uh, and part of the reason for that was TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, uh, given the day off, uh, the kind of rest their bodies. And of course you're not in pads. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of how it looked, but, um, seven shots, the offense finally won the drill. Uh, they, they won four to three. And if you, if you, it, the rundown was this, it was interesting because Trubisky got three chances Mason Rudolph then got three chances and Kenny Pickett got one. And that's the way practice kind of carried on throughout the day. Uh, So Mason Rudolph moving back up to two, uh, the Steelers getting a couple of days to look at Kenny Pickett. It wouldn't surprise me if that move was made. I mean, Mike Tomlin was being a little hard on Kenny Pickett and the expectations are, are there yelling at him to get the ball out more quickly on Tuesday. That's been a problem for Kenny. He needs to learn that he can't stand back there and pat the football. You can't wait for guys to get open. You have to, you know, in the NFL, you got to sometimes throw guys open or, you know, give them a chance to make a play. So on on Trubisky's first play on seven shots, first play was batted down at the line of scrimmage. That's been something that the defense has done a really good job of. Uh, but his second one, uh, out of the, working out of the slot to his left, to, to uh, Trubisky's left, um, Anthony Miller, who I've talked about uh, on this show, I think, and, and written a lot about, he ran a quick out from the slot, and that was just an easy pitch and catch for Mitch Trubisky for a touchdown. Uh, then on his third opportunity, uh, Trubisky rolled out to his left immediately at the snap of the ball. 
Uh, you had uh, George Pickens running a, a drag route in the back of the end zone from the other side of the field. And um, Trubisky laid it right there for uh, Pickens to catch, hit his hands. He dropped it. So that that should have been another touchdown. The offense should have been up three to uh, two to one at that point. Um, we then saw Mason Rudolph come in. Uh, he threw to uh, Gunnar Olszewski on his first attempt and, and Olszewski couldn't get his feet in bounds. He did catch it, uh, but he was forced out um, on the play. Uh, but on the next play, it was a rollout to the right by Mason Rudolph. Uh, he throws back across his body a little bit, uh, finds Steven Sims in the back of the end zone. Sims goes down and catches the football. That's uh, for a touchdown. Then he rolled out again. I'm sorry, the, the, the last one was much like the uh, the Anthony Miller catch. Uh, we saw this time um, he, he throws a, flips a pass out there. Uh, this time to uh, Jalen Warren the uh, rookie running back and he runs like a little out pattern at the goal line. It's just unstoppable uh, for another touchdown. Pickett then came in and did the inside flip to Connor Hayward for a score, giving the uh, defense to, or the offense to win on this day. Uh, a good start to the practice for the quarterbacks who had looked a little rough uh, the first uh, week of practice, but this was a much more crisp basket. You could tell Mike Tomlin has been riding these guys about getting the ball out more quickly because that's what we saw then the rest of practice. And that kind of built up to a two-minute offense drill to end the practice. And the, the situation was they had to go 53 yards. They had a minute and 19 seconds to do it. They had one timeout, and they needed to score a touchdown. And Mitch Trubisky uh, looked really sharp in this drill. Uh, getting the, uh, getting it first, he goes to George Pickens for a gain uh, to the 36 from the 47. So picking up about 15 yards there. Then he comes out and he goes to uh, Calvin Austin for a six-yard gain through incomplete. It was a, pa a pass breakup uh, by Cam Sutton, but he kind of took a chance with uh, Cody White on the outside. Um, again, the clock was running there after the, after the uh, pass to, uh, to Austin. So you take a shot there. It's either incomplete or it was going to be a catch along the sidelines. Sutton breaks it up. It's incomplete. That's fine. Uh, he then goes uh, to Benny Snell for a two-yard gain. Snell gets out of bounds to convert the first down. Um, then it was back to Calvin Austin again. That's a, a pass, catch and run uh, on a, a pass about 10 yards down the field. Austin takes it, gets, gets down to the six. Uh, he threw incomplete then again to Cody White on first down. But then in the, on the final play, uh, he rolls to his left, throws back across his body uh, to the middle of the field and finds George Pickens there. And the ball was threaded in there really nicely. Uh, I had a really good angle on that one. And it's kind of like you're watching it and you go, uh oh, that might get broken up or, or intercepted. Trubisky sneaks it through and gets, just gets enough on it going across his body to a touchdown for George Pickens. Then it was time for Mason Rudolph. Uh, he got the team down inside the 10, uh, but ran out of time, had completions to uh, Steven Sims, Gunnar Olszewski, uh, Kevin Rader. Uh, then it was uh, Anthony McFarland um, to get him down inside the uh, 10, uh, but then ran out of time. Um, that's been the one thing, you know, these guys, as I mentioned yesterday, are working with a lot of new players out there. So I'm not going to get too overly concerned about uh, the quarterbacks looking good, looking bad, but they did look better today. And that's what you wanted to see. You wanted to see 
the, the quarterbacks looked just a little bit better than they did yesterday. And today, they looked a lot better than they had in the previous week. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK's Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. This is the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And I had the opportunity to uh, speak to Terrell Austin, uh, the Steelers defensive coordinator, on Wednesday. And I had a nice long conversation with him, uh, covered a lot of ground. Uh, but, you know, I think the thing that was kind of interesting about this is, is you know, he, he was asked about um, – the situation at inside linebacker. And we've seen some guys rotating in there. We've seen, it's been Robert Splain. It's been uh, Miles Jack and it's been Devin Bush kind of rotating in there. And he said, uh, Robert Splain has put himself in the conversation, but as we walk into the season, we're thinking that it's going to be Jack and Bush as the starters. Uh, he said, they'll, you know, they'll continue to see how that unfolds. He said, but if we were trotting them out there today, it would be Jack and Bush with Splain in there as a close third. It helps to have all those guys be able to step in there and work and not have any drop-off if somebody does get hurt. So, you know, I think they're really trying to use Robert Spillane to push Devin Bush. And I'll be honest with you, I think Devin Bush has had a pretty solid camp thus far. Now, obviously, there hasn't been a ton of hitting, just a couple of days worth, uh, but he looks fluid in coverage. He's closing on the things quickly. He's diagnosing quickly. So, you know, I think... Fans, if they can get over what happened last year, and it was bad last year. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, he just was not a very good football player last year. And he would tell you that he struggled quite a bit last year. But if he can get back to some kind of form that he had in his rookie season, in the first part of his second season, this defense can be pretty good. And I really think it is going to be pretty good. Uh, it might be one of the best defenses in the league we'll see because, you know, I know the offense has struggled, but a big reason because for their struggles, you know, the offense, you could look at it and say well, the offense was was pretty good on on Wednesday because, well, they rested T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward. And that opened things up for, for, for more time for the quarterbacks to pass. Maybe that's part of it. 
But you also have to look at that from the other side of the coin for the Steelers. Like, how many teams have Cam Hayward and TJ Watt? Well, there's just one. And there aren't many teams that can match that kind of pass rush that those two guys bring. Those guys are game wreckers. And so it makes it tough on the offense when those two guys are out there getting things done and, and playing to the level that they're capable of playing. I mean, we've seen you know both of those guys be very disruptive thus far in this training camp. And so I, I don't know that uh, necessarily that's why they were given the day off. I, I didn't, in fact, I know that that wasn't the case because Austin was asked about that earlier in the day that, no, if we, if we rest those two guys, we're not doing it to give the offense a day off. We're doing it because we want to give those guys a day off because we want them to play 17 games this season. I mean, that's why you give TJ Watt and, and Cam Hayward a day off here at training camp to make sure that you have them available. You don't want to pound them and beat them up too badly because they're such an important part of that defense. Um, but the defense looks great. Uh, they got a lot of different options there. Uh, I asked uh, Terrell Austin about, you know, the, how difficult it is going to be to cut this group. I mean, they've got players at every level, uh, even as backups who've played a lot of snaps in the NFL. And he said, it's great. Uh, that's all I can say about it. When you come into camp and you know who your core guys are, but you're not sure who those other guys are, that means you have good competition in a good way. When you go to camp and you're like, oh, I know who my 53 are, eh, not so good. So, you know, the Steelers have a lot of competition here for those roster spots on this, you know, especially on that defensive side of things. Um, they've really done a nice job of, of, of getting and improving their depth this year. And it's going to make them a much better football team. Um, maybe it's not all top-end talent. I mean, you look at that secondary, you have Minka Fitzpatrick, and then the rest of them are, you know, they got seven or eight guys who are, who are NFL players, uh, maybe not star-type quality players like Minka Fitzpatrick, but certainly guys who will be playing in the NFL somewhere this year and have a lot of experience doing so. That's not a bad thing to have. It's not a bad thing to have because you're a sum of all the parts. So I think the defense is, is trending in the right direction. Uh, Terrell Austin agrees with me on that one. Uh, you know, and I asked him you know, specifically, are there some th- you know, what are you happy about? What are you not happy about with your defense? It wasn't too much that he wasn't happy about. They're looking pretty good out there. And I, I think the expectation is, is that group can be one that carries this team in 2022 until the offense gets its feet under it. That's going to do it for today's Dale Lally Show. I'll be back again tomorrow to uh, bring you more Steelers updates and news. We'll be glad to do that here. In the meantime, you can listen to our other shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.